how many of you like the finer things in life? I know Pavarotti certainly did. What about a $75 tasting menu from one of the finest restaurants in San Francisco? It includes poached quail eggs and steak tartare. But this tasting menu, this $75, you're not spending it on yourself. It's for your four-legged friend. It is a menu for dogs in the local high-end restaurant. Apparently, this is a trend. Josh Crosby has been looking into it. Josh, what's going on? Well, Garen, look, I'm more of a dog fan than a cat man, but not say, saying that now, I don't mind cats at all. I just prefer good old dogs, a man's best friend. I don't own one myself, but my mom has a lovely little lad, Roly, and they can, be, <laughs> they can be great fun just watching, whether it's for children or just for having company. But the whole idea of bringing your dogs and cats into where you're eating is definitely a contentious topic. Obviously, pet owners are delighted here. They don't need to worry about where to tie up their dog, but then you have plenty of people who just don't feel comfortable eating their food while a dog or cat sits on the table next to them. Yeah, of course, if you're paying for your food, you want to eat in a set and you're happy with. But, I mean, there are cafes and bars around the country that do this. There are, Kieran. So, so in 2017, the Food Safety Authority of Ireland announced that rules banning domestic animals from food premises had been repealed. Now, of course we would have seen blind dogs and assistance dogs in the past but like there are now plenty and plenty of pet friendly cafes restaurants bars and hotels dotted across the country and it's not just cats and dogs we'll hear from one cafe now in a minute from in Dublin where they regularly get a customer in who has a pet parrot so I went down to Joash Suarez who's the manager of Urbanati Cafe in Smithfield they've been on the go now since 2016 and Joash told me that they've realised after a while that many of their regulars that were coming up to them had pets and they just ask them all the time could they bring them along we just decided to let them go inside and what are the types of animals that you see coming into the cafe oh at the moment we have lots of types and most of them are kind of funny we have obviously our dogs friendly and we have cats and even we have one of our regular this Rocco Macan the parrot so a parrot a parrot over here yeah so your customer comes in with a parrot on their shoulder yeah a kind of pirate guy (laughs) so funny but he's lovely. As far as the animal is well behaved and looking after on the place, every single kind of animal is very well. The parrot's not talking back, no? Yes, he's screaming sometimes. The people used to stand up and take photos with him and all the stuff. Yeah. How often would you see a pet coming through the door? Every single day. Every single day. So we have dogs pretty much every single day. Even families coming with two or three of them. We provide water and also some dog treats, homemade treats for them. That's what I was going to say. So you, you supply, it's not only the, the humans, the customers that, that are the eating. Customers. What yeah, are the yeah. types of treats then you offer the animals? We're doing our homemade treats. It's made, it, the base is done with peanut butter, uh, butternut squash. So it's healthy for them. It's not something harmful or whatever and all of them love it can it be off-putting for some customers if they come in that they mightn't feel comfortable eating beside a dog yeah yeah, yeah, 100% for that reason if a dog comes around and we have to sit someone beside them the first thing that we are going to ask them is if they are agreed to be sitting beside a dog or not if they are not there is no problem there is plenty of space we can move them and put it in a different table there is no problem at all but I'm not going to kick out any animal from the cafe all right, Josh there from Urbanati uh, Cafe. I mean, I think animals are kind of like kids, Josh. I, I don't mind them in cafes, but restaurants, I draw the line. Not not everyone's a fan of this. That's right, Kieran. Like most things in life, you'll have both sides of a debate, sometimes maybe even three sides. But when it comes to eating, hygiene and paying for a service, people have particularly strong views. But it, it's a given that dogs are becoming more and more domesticated by the day. Sure, before you'd rarely see a dog with any type of coat on them, but I can be sure now over the next few weeks, you'll see poor little dogs with even Halloween 
Halloween decorations on top of them. Sure didn't our own colleague Henry McKean only attend a dog blessing in a church this week. But I wanted to get the general feeling on this. So here are some pretty mixed views on the streets of Dublin. No, there's a time and place and I don't think a restaurant is the place for a dog or a cat or whatever. I certainly wouldn't like one on top of my table looking at me while I'm eating. And if you were there now and your food came out but then all of a sudden a dog was sat beside you, would you ask to move tables or...? I don't know. I'd be embarrassed, I suppose, to say what I don't know what I do. To be honest with you, I don't think I'd go in the first place. There's a couple of pubs in the locality where you can bring them along, you know, and a couple of restaurants. My wife is a big advocate of having pets. Would uh, you ever get looks now from the table next to you or anything? Yeah, sometimes, but you get looks regardless of where you are. You know what I mean? So I definitely think that we should have pets outside, maybe not inside with us. But if we put a little dish outside for them. They're definitely welcome on the patio. Would it turn you off your lunch if you were having a nice meal beside a dog? To be honest, it turns me off at home half the time. We have a black Labrador and I find his hair in the refrigerator on most days. So yeah, I would say that anything we can get out of the house and away from the dog is probably better. No, uh, personally I wouldn't. I'm just not a, a pet lover to be honest. And personally speaking, absolutely not. When I want to go into a cafe to have coffee or breakfast uh, I want to do it animal free yeah, so it would turn you off your lunch if you were sitting beside a, a retriever or a King Charles whatever it may be absolutely 100% I think that we definitely need a couple of more dog friendly establishments because you know it's just it's a very European thing to be able to bring your dogs into shops and cafes is this like any like you know high street shops as well I think that we need to allow them to come in because it's just easier for owners because everybody has dogs nowadays everybody has dogs and if you have to tie it outside a shop or whatever you're less likely to go into to the to whatever shop it is it would be robbed yeah I wouldn't be into a cat cafe or anything like that now you know what I mean you're um, more of a dog fan yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah don't, don't do cats no no way <laughs> you'd be afraid to cough up a hairball yeah yeah uh, Josh listening to that one woman there a second to last it's not just cafes and restaurants no no it's not I'm, I'm sure I don't know if more businesses are changing their policies or if people are just ch- chancing their arm but I've definitely seen an increase of dogs in shops but I suppose with there being so many dogs out there now we're obviously going to see more of this like the Irish Vet Journal estimates that in 2020 there were 455,000 dogs across the country and I can only imagine this has just gone up and up looking around the place even the people I know who've purchased a pet but Kieran, the one thing nearly all pet owners will say to you is that they do need a lot of attention so if you're planning a trip away even if it's just for one night it's not just a babysitter, it's a pet sitter as well. But what has entered the market to try and relieve some of that stress is pet-friendly hotels. So more and more of these are starting to crop up and they'll have a number of allocated rooms where guests can stay with their pets. I took a visit to one of these hotels this afternoon and I got a tour of these rooms. So the Pembroke Townhouse, not far from the city centre here at all, they went under refurbishment during the pandemic and last August it opened back up as a dog and cat-friendly hotel. Here's the general manager of Pembroke Townhouse, Lucas Rudinsky. To be honest, most of the initial inquiries were related to people uh, travelling with the dogs. And are you getting many inquiries? Do you get many people requesting rooms that are dog-friendly? During the the last summer, between, let's say, June and August, nearly every day we hosted uh, at least one or two families having either dog or cat. Are the dogs or cats more popular? Uh, Dogs, big time. So how does it work? Well, let me show you uh, how we start. So we would invite our guests to travel and park their cars at the back of the hotel, where they have the direct um, entrance to the hotel. All the pet-friendly rooms are uh, located on the ground floor. So here we are. All the rooms on the first on the ground floor are equipped for the dog owners. Right. So let's see one of them. 
No. The purpose built a uh, room for the right. owners with it's the uh, with the, with the pets. Great so and spacious, so that there's room for humans and animals. Thank you very much. You can see a little corner with the uh, all pet friendly uh, accessories for the pets. Pads. There's a, a, a food bowl, a couple of toys, so the uh, the little ones can actually enjoy the stay. For goodness sakes, as one listener, dogs are welcome everywhere in France. They're so well behaved, you'd hardly notice they're there. I'd hardly notice they're there if they were left at home where they should be. What do you think? 53106. Josh, thank you for that report. Plenty still to come on the hard shoulder. Stay with us.